I personally do not understand the remarkable urgency needed for something as inconsequential as a paper cut. The man is an anemic, Robert. So? It's a small enough artifice that the amount of blood coming out is barely worth noting. I don't see why they can't simply finish the meeting and then come to my office when they're done. Well, I agree. You don't agree. You just don't care. Well, I agree. I enjoy seeing you suffer. Doesn't everyone? Or a little thorologian. Just now learning that misery equates to humor. You're a sadist. I'm a realist, fleshling. That's what I do. Now, what was that look for? She was looking at me. And you don't think it's because you're rarely seen out of your office? Yes, come look at the elusive Dr. Alphelion finally out of his enclosure. Thrilling. You just hate going out in public. No, I hate being stared at. There's a difference. No one is staring at your bland meat sack, Robert. It's not the skin they're staring at. I don't see how that makes any kind of difference. If anything, they should be gazing in awe at your ascended modifications. How many flesh hands are as useful as yours? Usefulness is beside the point. Oh no, are we talking about feelings? I hate talking about feelings. God no, perish the thought. What are they meeting about anyway? Advertising, from what I can gather. Several people are arguing about one-page versus two-page spreads and how cost-effective everything should be. Boring. It amazes me that someone built entirely on math has such a disdain for it. Like I said, boring. Boring? Math is many things, Morris. Complicated? Yes. Elusive? Most certainly. But boring? No, no. People are boring. Mortality is boring. It is temporary. Numbers are eternal, Morris. Numbers are the architecture of the very stars themselves. What? Excuse me. Can you even hear yourself right now? Numbers are the architecture of the very stars themselves. Are you being possessed? Is Alan Turing's ghost currently tap dancing around your brain? Should I call a f***ing priest? Huh. Jesus Christ in the cradle, you're pretentious. Thank God someone is here to drag you down. And you do such a good job. Now open the door. Can't you do it yourself? I like presiding over you sometimes. Robert, I can't believe I'm saying this, but thank God you're here. Mr. J needs immediate medical care. Whatever. Which one is he? Robert? What in Grisha's name are you doing here? Robert? Do you know this man? Yes, Annie. This is Samuel. My brother. What the hell was that all about? It's complicated. I can see that. Why didn't you tell me Samuel Corona is your brother? I didn't think I would ever see him again. It's been decades, Annie. Sue me for neglecting to mention my severely estranged family. Is this going to be a problem? Is this going to be a... Yes, of course it's going to be a problem. You can't expect me to be around that man. Oh, come on, Robert. Can you act like an adult for five minutes? No. No, Annie. This is not about whether or not I can function as a person. This is about he and I not having seen each other for almost 20 years, mainly due to the fact that I, you know, murdered our mother and father. So don't fucking tell me how to act like an adult. All right. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Is Samuel's presence here going to seriously affect your health and well-being? I... I don't know, maybe? I can avoid him if I just stick to my room and office the whole time he's here. That's a little unrealistic, Robert. Well, what would you have me do? Take a vacation? You might want to try it sometime. <laughs> Seriously, Annie, what am I supposed to do? I can't tell you that, Robert. Look, I don't know how much he hurt you, but I do know that he did. However, have you considered the possibility that he might have changed? 
You can't be serious. It's been 20 years. That's a lot of time to grow, especially from child to adult. Maybe you should talk to him. I don't want to. You know I'll stand behind you, but I think you should decide if you really want to hold this grudge. It's not me holding the grudge. Excuse me. Could I steal Robert for a moment? Uh -huh. I think anything you have to say to Robert, you can say to me. Uh, Miss Inquorn, this is a bit of a private matter. I know, but Robert is a rather close friend of mine, and I'd prefer not to see him get hurt again. So, anything you want to say? Let's hear it. Here and now. Fine. Robert, it's been a while, and I'd like to talk with you sometime, if that's all right. Maybe get a drink tomorrow night? I, uh, what? You don't have to say yes right away. Just think on it. I'll see you tomorrow. Well, that was unexpectedly civil. Yes, uh, it was. Are you going to talk to him? I, I don't know. Well, you've got tomorrow to think on it. Just be safe, all right? Yeah, yes, okay. You look terrible. Good morning, Mella. How are you today? You seem awfully polite. Oh, like you're one to talk. What's wrong? Your eye bags have sidecars. I couldn't sleep. Family troubles? So Annie told you? No, they did. They wanted to make sure I kept an eye on you. Shit, I didn't want them to worry. Their heart's too big to do anything else. So what seems to be the problem? Mella, would you ever forgive Annie's father? No, never. Why do you ask? I... I know I'm what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to forgive him, right? Not necessarily. What do you mean? Robert... Do you know how many people would tell me to forgive Inkworm if they knew what I had been through? Even though he was responsible for some of the worst atrocities committed in the universe? A lot. But the idea you need to forgive every person who's hurt you is perpetuated by stupid people who don't understand what real trauma is. But isn't that supposed to, I don't know, heal me or something? Not necessarily. Pushing yourself to find some kind of false closure where there is none can only hurt you in the long run. It took a long time for me to realize that, but it's true. I just feel like since he's my brother, I have to... to love him. To have some kind of good relationship. I mean, isn't that what my parents would have wanted? It's not about that. It's about what's good for you. It may have been 20 years, Robert, but something tells me you haven't really let go of this at all. If you have something to prove to Samuel, show him that you're getting better. You don't need to forgive him for that to happen. Okay, I'm done talking about my feelings. It's gross. What are you working on? It's a music box. I'm gonna put a bunch of old Earth love songs on it and then give it to Annie. That is sickeningly romantic. You see, it's based off this old practice called mixtapes. Back in the late 1900s, people would give each other these little boxes of tape that had songs on them. You put the box into a machine that played it, and the songs sometimes spelled out a word or a sentence or something. This is kind of similar, but it doesn't need to plug into anything, and the audio is much better quality. That's nice. I added a gain stabilizer to clean up the sound, and there's a little port right here so I can plug it into my computer and program it. Then, these two sets of 
speakers on the sides to regain flow oh, and... Oh, okay, great. Nice. I, uh, maybe left the oven on... Robert. Hey, it's fine. I know you're nervous. I'm not nervous. Okay. Well, maybe you should talk to Citrine. She managed to reconcile with her sister. I did. She said the same thing you did. And it must be a pretty good idea, right? I guess. All that's left now is to talk to Samuel. Keep an open mind and be careful. All your friends are rooting for you. Robert. Here we go. Hey, glad you made it. Yes, you too. You already ordered? You can. I don't mind. Alright. Hello, yes, can I get a shock top, please? Thanks. So, how have you been? It's been a while. That would be an understatement, Samuel. Well, I'm a doctor now. I take care of people on Inkworm to an extent. I've won a few awards. That's good. I mean, a little surprising, but good. How was that surprising? Well, you never really showed an interest in medicine when we were kids. Mom and Dad always thought you would be a... Well, they thought you would be something else. A criminal, you mean? You can't fault them for that, Robert. I can't fault two mature adults for believing that their child would be some sort of murderer? Don't. I wasn't going to say anything. You can't fault me for faulting them. Okay, I won't. What's being a doctor like? Good. Fine. I like helping people. I don't suppose it presents any challenges? People are certainly complicated, if that's what you're asking. No, I mean, do you ever have trouble taking care of them? It must get pretty stressful. I don't let my emotions control my entire life, Samuel. I'm not that kind of person. You certainly don't seem like it. Let's talk about you. How are things? Good. My wife and I are expecting our first in a few months. Maybe they can visit Faye sometime. Who's that? My, uh, kid. You have a child? Yes. They're adopted, sort of. I'm training them to help me in therapy. Child? You? have a child. Is there a problem? Robert, this has gone too far. Excuse me? I, I allowed the doctor thing. That's fine. There are checks and balances to keep you in line. But a child? That's serious, Robert. That's another life. You can't possibly think you're prepared for this. I think you're overstepping here. You think I'm overstepping? I'm just worried for them. You're not stable enough to take care of something so fragile. I'm perfectly stable. I'm fine. And you need to stop right now. All I'm trying to do is look out for your best interests. I'm giving you good advice, Robert. Don't put the pressure of a child on yourself if you're not ready for it. I'm 29, Sam. I'm ready. You're not. You're really not. This is about my powers, isn't it? You think I can't take care of Faye because I'm a blood shaker. Don't say that. Someone could hear. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you worried someone will know? That your brother is different? Is difficult? Well, you never made it easy, Robert. Neither did you. You didn't do a goddamn thing to help me when we were kids, and now you want to give me advice? What could I have done? I had myself to worry about. You could have stood up for me. When I was being bullied for who I was, you could have done something to stop them. Or what about when my hands were burned to ashes, Sam? You could have stopped that, too. Or was it all your idea all along? No, Grisha below, Robert. Why would you think that? Because you're not giving me any other answers. Do you hate me? No. Then why don't you care? I'm your brother, and you're supposed to be my friend. We don't need to be friends. But what if I want to be? You brought this on yourself. Don't you dare blame me. I never wanted my powers. I never wanted anything. 
I've made myself a better person, not because, but despite of everything you and everybody else said. Don't give me that crap, Robert. You haven't changed a bit. And why the hell would you think that? I can't feel my fingers. I... You never wanted to forgive me, did you? You just wanted more evidence. Fuck you, Samuel. Stay away from me and stay away from Faye. Faye? Yes? Could you sit down? I'd like to talk to you. Did I do something wrong? No, I, I just wanted to ask you something. Okay. Right. Uh, are you afraid of me? No. Why? Okay, good. I just wanted to know. Did something happen with your family today? Um, yes. And I learned a lesson that I think you should know as well. Okay. Are you okay? Can I help? I'm fine. You don't need to worry. But I need you to listen. When someone has hurt you, you don't need to forgive them. They might not know what they did. They might not care. But your feelings are more important than their comfort. It's okay to want closure. But it's also okay to never talk to them again. What matters is how you feel, okay? <clears throat> Dr. Robert? Yes? What's a family? You... You don't know what that is? I think I do. But you didn't like yours, and I thought people were supposed to. I don't really know, Faye. It's complicated. Family... It's the people you care about, and they care about you. They aren't always related to you, and sometimes you disagree, but a real family always, always loves you. No matter what. Are we a family? If you want us to be. Okay. I do. Good. Then that's what we are. Inkworm is a production of Caldera Studios and is written and produced by Phoenix Dior with editing assistance from Amekha. The voice of Melisandre was Anisha Mwatra. The voice of Annie Inkworm and Samuel Corona was Phoenix Dior. The voice of Robert Alphelion was Diego Rodriguez Sanchez. The voice of Faye was Kit Stallman. The voice of Morris was Vincent Chow. All sound effects taken from soundbible.com. Questions, comments, or concerns? Email us at Inkworm, that's I-N-K-W-Y-R-M, podcast at gmail.com or find us on tumblr at inkworm podcast if you like what you heard please consider subscribing and leaving us a review on itunes